Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Uncle Mark podcast. I am your host, Uncle Mark. And today I am joined by who was at one point in time, could very well possibly still be the happiest person on earth, my good friend, Didi, Happy Hensler. Exactly. And now it's Everly. That's why I had to put that on my name. Yeah, I see so that. People know who the heck I am. That's true. That is true. How are you doing? I'm okay. It's been way too gosh darn long. Of course it has. That's, that's why I started doing this podcast. I know. <laughs> people I know. haven't talked to since, you know. Forever. Yes. And for you, it's been, when was the last, what was the last conference you went to? Ooh. It was an ISF. It wasn't a J- NAJAC. Was it the 94? I don't remember. Probably. Okay. Actually, probably. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, I think that was probably the last one because I was at the time, I worked for Junior Achievement of Greater Chicagoland for just a year. And uh, that was the year I was there, I believe. Or maybe it was the year after that. Hmm. Maybe it was 95. Actually, maybe it was 95. 95. Oh, okay. no, I don't remember. All right. So to give everybody a quick rundown, so Happy and I met at the National Junior Achievement Conference, Bloomington, Indiana, at the campus of Indiana University. And I don't know exactly what your role was because I was already a pink fink. Right. So when did you come onto the scene and show up? I think I think you and I actually met the first year I was a pink fink. Okay. But I think that because my sister also went to Najak. Um, she's a couple years younger than me. And I want to say, was she in one of your groups? Oh, don't say that. Was she in the back group? I don't know. That would have been 80. 80- you know what? No, she wasn't. She wouldn't have been. That would have put her older. The back group is 89. No. Well. Yeah, she, well, she could have been, because she, she was in high school. <laughs> I feel so old talking about this. <laughs> so I graduated from high school in 1988, and okay. she was still in high school. I don't remember I her. I wasn't a pink pink my first year out. You you weren't a pink pink the first year? No, my first year out, I wasn't. Oh, okay. I had a year in between. So that may have been the year that she was in your group. Oh, my goodness. I feel like there was an overlap. I all right. oh. I need to go find. I need to go find the roster and find that. I out. feel like I should have already checked this ahead of time, but which, it literally just occurred to me. Which means that I would have known her before I knew you. Right, but I mean, I think we all knew who you were. I mean, come on now. It's a big conference. How would you know who I was? Come on. <laughs> because even at, even as an attendee, you you knew. Everyone kind of got to know there were certain pink things that you wish you were in their their group. Oh. Okay. I'm just saying that some people had a reputation. Okay. Some people. Good reputation, you know, obviously. Exactly. Clearly. Uh, was Uncle Marv... Are you texting her right now? Yeah. <laughs> speaking um, of family, Marv... speaking of family, I'm going to ask I you... Know. I'm going to ask you this. So when this post went up, I can't remember, did I do it Friday or Saturday? The first oh. person to make a comment was your father. Immediately. And the reason my dad is in that group, because it's a NAJAC group, is my dad is also a NAJAC alum. How come I didn't know so, that? I don't 
No, and you probably did at one point because I guarantee you one of the times you visited our house, I guarantee you he would have regaled you with all of it. Because uh, he can't help himself. Yeah, He's I, a storyteller. Yeah, I do what remember do? being stuck with your dad a couple of times. Yeah, it happens. Pulled so, dad, when you watch this, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> but your, so, your dad, um, your mom, your brother, Mike. My brother, Mike. Isn't that his name, Michael? No, Jeff. Jeff. Oh, see, that's it. No more skim milk. He won't drink skim milk anymore because he can't remember his name. Oh. Marvin introduced my brother to skim milk, and to this day, my brother drinks skim milk, and it's because of Marvin. Oh, my goodness. Do you even remember that story? I mean, I remember that I said something to him. And I don't remember well, in, in what context. Sure, like, I asked, like, before you came to visit, my mom's like, oh, is there certain things he eats and doesn't eat, blah, blah, blah. And I said something about milk, and you said that you drank skim milk. So my mom made sure that there was skim milk in the house because that's what you do for guests. And Jeff decided he liked it. That's what drink. He'll drink all milk, but you talk about skim milk, and he will say, wow. Wow, I feel like that's kind of interesting, being an influencer all those many years ago. I know, before an influencer was actually a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the milk council know about you? Yeah. I, I'm gonna have to go find out because I, I need I need some sponsorship money. <laughs> some sponsorship money. Come on. I know. Got milk. Uh-huh. So, but yeah. So my dad was my dad going back. My dad was a najacker back in the early '60s. Okay. So, um, so in high school, when my sister and I were of age to start doing at the time was the the evening program when that was still a thing. Right. Um, he. Oh, you should totally do this. And we did. And the rest is history. We are still dear friends. There were a couple of guys that went to a different school and we became good friends. She actually dated one of the guys for a long time. We are all still very close. Like they are, they are still family. Wow. And it's because of junior achievement. Okay. So he was a delegate. Did he serve on staff also? No. Okay. And your that sister. That whole Vietnam War thing kind of got in the way. And your sister didn't serve on staff either right uh, no you do remember why um okay was that before or after i went to the wedding i don't i get all the things mixed up well okay so i mean public knowledge so my sister had her first kiddo michael who is by the way married and has two see kids. i knew there was a michael in there yes you were close okay. so michael had michael when she was a senior in high school mm-hmm. and so that's it there so. was no becoming a there there was no more junior achievement stuff after high school. Yeah. For those reasons. Couldn't leave the kid and at so home. You went to the wedding when she was pregnant with Nicholas, mm-hmm. her second kiddo. Marvin came to visit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that happened. And like Tara and Bill were getting married in the park. And so Marvin came and we all went to the wedding. And it was freezing. Do you remember how cold it was standing yeah, outside? I, I remember oh it was God. cold. And I remember thinking, I came up to visit. Not only am I going to a wedding, but I'm standing outside in the cold. Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. Marvin was family, period, in a story. That was just <laughs> thing. And that wasn't your first visit. I mean, you already knew the family at that point to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So Marvin, Marvin came to visit us a couple of times. And I don't, and even, then, I don't even know how that started being a thing outside of... I'm the, very persuasive. I mean, because... Well, no here's the thing. Toledo, there was a ton of you. Toledo. There was a ton of you from that freaking Toledo delegation. That's right. T. T O L. Don't don't do it. I'll mute you. I will mute you. (laughs) Hey, this was your idea. So Toledo, the greater Toledo area, Northwest Ohio, 
for many, many, many years, had one of the largest NAJAC delegations mm-hmm. at NAJAC every year. Didn't you guys have like over a hundred at one point? Oh. Yeah. Melly! Melly! Melly's on! Yay! And Melly and I met, we were both pink things and we were roommates. Yay! Melly! Melly! And I, I lived in Texas so many times and we still never got to see each other, even though she lives in Texas. Texas is a big so, state. It is a big state. It's very big. Yep. That's a whole other that, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we, you know, listen, between you and I and the stories. And Melly. And Melly. <laughs> it's always gonna be a lot of stories. Yeah. So speaking of stories, let's just get this out of the way. Sherry's on. So eh, there she is. The hammer. <laughs> we all had names. Call signs before. Yep. All right, so let me share this, and let's just get this out of the way. (laughs) Nelly. Here we go. Yes. Yeah, we, there was some trivia. (laughs) All right, here we go. Remember these pictures? Well, yes, I do. That is Mark (laughs) Erudia. Also from Northwest Ohio, by the way. He worked for Junior Achievement. Yeah, there's a. And there is Paul. There's me. Marrying Paul, who, by the way, became a priest. Um, There's me yeah, and, trying and, to do and, the ceremony, and you're drinking. <laughs> yep, I had I had a beer. And, oh, uh, and I don't even remember what we used for a ring. I think it was out of a gumball machine. Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. There were some pictures. That, that, and, and that was before things got really crazy, if you can believe that. Yeah, that wasn't crazy at all. A wedding at 2 a.m., in a bowling alley. In a bowling alley. And me with that freaking bandana on my head. Yeah, I know. Well, that was a thing. It was. That was a thing. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. So, uh, but yeah, that Marvin started coming up to Toledo regularly. The only way I could get people to come to Toledo regularly was to have a great big Halloween party. That's right. And, and aren't, you, aren't you glad that I told you to host that? I know. <laughs> yes, you did. And man, and you came from Florida. I did. Regularly for that. And it was, people came from, that, there were more people from out of town at those parties than there were people from Toledo. That was the, outside of Sharon Stone, outside of Sharon Stone, that was a good event. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. That was. Who also, the, who also happened. turned into a church person, right? I'm sorry? Who also turned into a church lady, right? Didn't she, like, convert and become a nun or something? Who did? The Sharon Stone girl. No? You're talking about my friend Jill Sayer. Convert and become a nun. <laughs> I okay, know. I can't even wait to tell you said that. Because you don't want me to go down that road. You do not want me to go down that road. Whatever. Whatever road you want to go down. I'm real fine. I ain't going on a road. All right. So, and Jill and I are still dear friends. I actually saw her back in February. I was back in Ohio visiting my family, and um, unfortunately, uh, Jill's mom had passed, mm. and um, I that happened to be the weekend of the of the services. So I was so glad. I would have gone home for it anyway, but I was so glad to be able to be there. So she and I are still good friends too. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So the Happy Halloween parties, a fantastic event every year. We did that what three or four years in a row. Um, and then we had the last one down in my neck of the woods. And yeah. I wasn't at that one. Squeeze me, my party, and you talk had to, it without me. Talk to MacGyver. MacGyver was my uh, my uh, organizer for that. 
Jim. Mac. Put your hair on a ponytail and get on here and talk to us. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's see. Out of that, was Melly? Th- I don't think Melly came. We had No, Melly didn't come to those. The Rookie was there. Uh, what's her name? Kapiki was there. Yep. Who were the guys? Um, God, Mr. Mr. Allen. Yeah. I mean, it depended on which. I think the last one that I hosted was. Last one I hosted is, is the year before I moved to Chicago for a year, before I worked for Junior Team so in was Chicago. So 94 or 95? Yes. I, I think 94. I, that's, yeah, I think that was the last one because at the time I was dating somebody who I had met at an AJAC and we faked an engagement. But you weren't at this one. Marvin, you weren't at this so one. So that must have been 95 and I didn't make it. Yeah, and so and you were there in spirit, Melly. I know, I know. And so we, oh my God, we absolutely faked out. And all the Toledo people were in on it, but all the, oh, the, the people were not in on it. So Ann Hale was there. <gasps> Bill was there. There were others. And then we, we like faked an engagement and he had printed up, the, it was Chip Hart. So Chip, yep, wherever you are, Hart. we faked everybody out, and he actually had his office print up like fake, um, fake airplane tickets, so we could say, "Oh, look, everyone, we're leaving, we're eloping, goodbye." And we left. <laughs> we left, got in the car, and drove around the block, and uh, people were freaking out. I mean, freaking out. We come back in, and I remember Ann Hale's face being like, "Wait, didn't where you? Didn't you go over the? What happened?" And I had a fake ring and everything. Nice. Awesome. Nice. That's right. Yep. That's right. This is what we did. Because mm. we love everyone so much, we like to mess with them. But that was the year that I got happy because I was dressed as a as a dwarf. Me and my friends dressed up, dressed up with the seven dwarfs, and I was happy. There you go. So there, there it is. So you have obviously taken that nickname and ran with it. Sure. <laughs> Do you still even have the book? 14, and I got you a second book because there was the first book was 14,000 things to be happy about. You mean this And one? then the second edition was 14,001 more things to be happy about. Yes, that book. I still have it. Yay. It is still right here. This is the, this is the book that Marvin got for me. So, and let me tell you right now with all the insanity, boy, do we need things like that? Yes, we do. So. There's some funny things in here, but yeah, it's a thing. Should put a link. To, a so I'm gonna put a link in my show notes to Amazon for people to buy that book. If you don't have that book, go and buy it, but use my Amazon link so I can get 14 cents. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say get the affiliate credit. So yeah. So I mean, the things in here, and they're, I mean, like some things are really nice. Other things are kind of weird. Like you know, things that make you happy, like hot potato salad. I don't really know how that's something that makes you happy. Maybe some people it does. Well. I would prefer hot, hot potato salad over cold potato salad. So. Oh, see, I prefer cold potato salad. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rip, yeah. rip that page up. The ice capades makes people happy, apparently. All right. The ice capades. Are they still doing ice capades? I don't think so. I don't know. But they do Disney on ice. So. Well, there you go. Uh, skating rinks. See? It's a theme. But yeah. So. Sweet. So what have you been up to, Uncle Marv? Other than having, you know, your empire of your very successful business. Empire, right? Well, 
I can afford this lovely house. <laughs> Charming. Uh, no. So let's see. I think the last paper I put out was the wedding in 92. And then I disappeared again. Yes, you did. So you do. yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just down here in Fort Lauderdale doing it's what I've always hour. done. It's, it's, happy. it's happy hour. Happy. Yep. Happy hour. Work so, yeah. it, work it. Anyway. Yep. Still doing the same thing. I still have my business. Uh, I actually didn't get to change clothes after work. So uh, still here. I was stuck in Miami today waiting on an installation from Comcast, my favorite internet provider. Not. Something <laughs> just a tad, tad sarcasm. Yeah. And okay. uh, just doing what I do. I, you know, have kind of scaled things back. I don't have techs working for me anymore, but okay. uh, may have to soon because things are getting busy. I've got some pretty big clients and multiple offices across the state. So it's, it's a lot of travel sometimes, except for this well, year. Especially Florida being, you know, so gosh darn long. Do you, okay. Were you in the car coming to Florida when with Kapitki and I forget who it was, but I remember there was, was a. It was with the rookie. It was with, with Lori. Okay. And Bill. That may have been. I don't know which trip it was. And then Bill's friend, I think it was Paul, I think. And we all drove down from, started in Toledo and went down to Cincinnati and picked up Lori. And, and we had two cars. I don't know why we drove two cars, but we drove two cars. And I will never forget riding along, and Lori and I would drive one car, and the guys would drive the other car. And at one point, Bill holds up a picture, like holds up, a, we were drawing, writing messages to each other this was before, like phones and all right. that stuff, all that fancy stuff. And he holds up the sign and it says, Come here. <laughs> and I'm in the other car. And I remember just not being able to breathe. I was laughing so hard. I remember. I don't know why. It's one of those goofy things where you're you're driving for hours and you're just completely, you know, punch drunk, kind of crazy. And he's like, "Come here." Yep. I remember a phone call saying, we came here. "We're in Florida. We're in Florida." I'm like, "You got another seven hours to go." Yeah. Oh, at least. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Freaking I seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> See you in the morning. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but we came down for New Year's. Yep. And then we actually went down to Miami to Coconut Grove. Yes. The night before the Orange Bowl. And back when the Bulls actually meant something. And I remember ESPN was there. And it was a big deal because we, like, could watch them doing, like, the, the broadcasting. And thought it was so cool. Yep. Try to get on TV. I, I, remember, I remember. I just remember that really clearly. Yep. Was that the year we went, uh, I took you up to, no, because you came down separately, and I took you into Palm cool. Beach. Yes, we did do that. And there's pictures with, like, the big banyan trees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't find those. I couldn't find them either. I'm going to dig them all out. We'll That's the them. last thing I do. See, we stopped moving around, which is good, because my husband was in the military for many years, and we're done moving. Yay. But we unpacked all the boxes, but now I can't really remember where I put Hmm. And we're not moving again, so I don't have a hope of finding it in the next move. Oh, right. I don't know. Well, why don't we do this? Go back and tell me your history because I don't remember you getting married. So go back and tell me how all that started. So you worked for JA oh Chicago so, for a year. So I worked for JA. So when, oh, God, 
Um, <laughs> a little Wayne's World reference. Thank you very much. Um, so after college, so I, after college, I got a job working in the disability field. And then I was a little burned out and I went and I worked for Junior Achievement of Chicago for a year, which was a great year. But in that year, I decided to want to go to graduate school. So I moved back to Ohio and did that. And once I finished graduate school, I said, that's it. Peace out. Got to leave Ohio. And I tell everyone Toledo is a very nice place to be from. Yeah. And, and, and nothing. And everyone who sees this from Toledo is giving me a hard time. And that's fine. I can handle it. It's all good. I'll, I'll support you on that. N- nice place to visit. I mean, it's a lovely place. It's a great place to raise kids. By the way, I don't have kids. So there's that. So um, I left our graduate school, moved to D.C. and worked in uh, advocacy and public policy. And um, living here, I met my husband, who was in the Air Force, and thus began the worldwide travels that occur when you marry to the, into the military. And so we uh, we got we did two weddings. So actually, so my husband was my second and my third wedding because clearly my first we just saw pictures of to Paul. Mm-hmm. So um, we got married. We did a quick justice of the peace wedding to get me on military orders because that. Sometimes you don't have time in between assignments to do a wedding and the paperwork. And so we got married uh, end of next month will be 20 years, which oh. I have no idea how long, how that happened. Wow. And then he went to Korea for a year. So, and when we, when, when he left for Korea, we had known each other a total of five months total. That's it. And we've been married for a month of that when he left. So we had a very, very fast courtship. Do you have an animal in your house? I'm sorry? Do you have an animal in your house? Can you hear it snoring? Yes. Oh, my God. I was right. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm like wait a minute. Is that a donkey? <laughs> I know. She's like, wait, I was just sleeping. No, that's fine. We, can, we, could, have, we could have edited that out. That's Sadie. Hello, Sadie. What just happened here? <laughs> Safety got outed. <laughs> Damn it. But anyways, so she, um, so we had a very fast courtship. He went to Korea for a year. And then we knew, though, when he left that we, he was going to Germany afterwards. That's kind of why we, and we didn't know there was going to be time in between. So we did the dress of the piece. And then we did the church wedding in between. Well, the church wedding ended up being four days after September 11th. Hmm. Like the September 11th. And that was interesting. And again, that, that's a whole other podcast. And then we moved to Germany for three years, which was awesome. Where in Germany? Uh, we, he was stationed at Ramstein Air Force Base, okay. which is an hour southwest of Frankfurt. We were 30 minutes from the French border. It was great. It did not suck. It did not suck. Nope. And um, we were there for three years. Um, and I worked for the military briefly. I cannot work for that organization. That was that was not a good fit. Um, and then we moved to Texas. That was a culture shock. Um, that was a big culture shock. We were in Texas for, for two years. Worked. I worked back in disability again um, for two years. And then we moved to Kansas for a year. Oh, my God, that's a year of my life I will never get back. 
I tell people the best way to see Kansas is in the rearview mirror. And anyone who's from Kansas, I can't even imagine you would disagree with me. So if you are, that's fine. But yeah, but if you look, it doesn't matter which way you look out the window, it all looks the same. Right. Oh, my God. We were stationed at Leavenworth. And at is the important words mean things. So at, not in. <laughs> um, and Leavenworth is interesting. So we then moved back to D.C. for two years. And I worked for another disability organization. And then we moved back to Texas for two. And then back here for three. And then back to Texas to San Antonio again for four. And then he retired. I'm like, that's it. Whiplash. I'm done. I don't, I don't do hot weather. No bueno. And so he retired. We moved here. And we're back here in the D.C. area, Northern Virginia. And we love it. All right. I have four seasons again. I need four seasons. And now I have my own business. Yes. So. What's it called? Wild it's, Pantry? It's called Your Wild Pantry. I do meal planning and prep for busy people. Um, I also help people who are trying to eat better, who, um, you know, their doctor or their dietitian says, here's how, what you're supposed to eat. And they go, now what? So I'm where the rubber meets the road. They bring me what, what their what their guidelines are, and I develop a meal plan based on those things. I do the grocery shopping. I go to their homes. I put together all their meals for them, and I do everything but put fire to food. So it's kind of a freezer meal mm-hmm. planning kind of a thing, and I can do 10 to 20 meals at a time so that people have what they what they think they should be eating handy so they're not only doing Uber Eats and eating badly and whatnot. And so um, – but that, of course, has come to a screeching halt right now because I didn't go into people's homes at this moment. Oh. So I also do – Can't I also do, do that. Contactless yeah. delivery? Well, but that's the thing. I don't have a commercial kitchen, so I don't actually do – I can't do the food in my house. No. I do it in their homes. Oh, okay. So, mm. yeah, that's a tough one right now. But I also offer pantry management services. Um, so people who have overstocked right now, we've all – everyone's done it. Who's got more, you know, more cans of beans than they'll ever eat in their life. And so um, I can do what I call pantry genie services, where I do a 30-minute consult, and we go through – Everything that's in your pantry, we go with everything that's in your freezer or refrigerator, and after 30 minutes, I come back, and the pantry genie grants you three re- three what recipe wishes based on what you already have in the house, so you don't have to go back to the grocery store for your meals. And you can use what you have on hand, come up with new ideas, um, and ways that you can also make your pantry a little bit healthier. So, yeah, so that's what I do. That's, so, that's my business. I do cooking classes as well online. I do virtual cooking classes. So... With their pantry, so they have to be able to inventory what's in there, right? Or do you do yes they, they no. hold up their so, iPhone and do a FaceTime yeah, with you to show yeah, you what that's it is? What we do we do a FaceTime and they just be like, like, oh, here's what I have, here's what I have too much of, here's what I don't have enough of, here's what I don't know what to use or how how to how to do this. So I tell people it's kind of like Pinterest Live. You know, you have all this stuff. You know, I have, I have a full pantry, but I have an empty plate okay. at the end of the day. And so my brain is like an episode of Chopped. I'm like, ooh, what's in the basket? Well, you can do this, 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 and this. And um, and so, yeah, so I provide that service to to folks. And my hope is that eventually I'll be able to then go in and do full inventories of their pantries and help them pull expired items and donate food to food pantries if they so choose and then do pantry management where we're stocking their pantry with healthier options. All right. So as part of your customized Nutrisystem, <laughs> sure. Without the chemicals? Yes. Without so, 
So with your recipes and the stuff you prepare, so obviously if you do it in their kitchens, are you bringing the supplies or do you have to tell them they have to go buy the supplies? So it, that, that's an option. That's a customer option. Some, some prefer to do their own grocery shopping. You know, some people want to be able to put their own hands on the produce or, and that's fine. But we develop a meal plan. I have a grocery list. And what I generally do is tell people to shop their pantry first, shop your freezer first, because you may have things that are already on this list. Why would I, why would we go buy balsamic vinegar again if you already have a bottle of it? Because you don't know you have it. Right. And so. Which is what I tell my wife all the time. There's, we have stuff that we don't need 10 jars of peanut butter. Exactly. And so if we can come up with different ways to use that, um, as well as people who have dietary restrictions or food allergies or uh, restrictions or ways they're trying to eat, you know, if they have to eat low sodium or trying to cut out sugar, um, is I can, I'm the one that can come up with all the recipes and the, and the way for them to incorporate that healthier eating into their, into their diet. So I am not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I am just, I am, so I don't know if we ever covered this, but I'm also someone with an autoimmune disorder who figured out that clearly I'm not going to live forever and inflammation's a thing. <laughs> and so I, I have multiple sclerosis. How did I not know that? Because I know people with MS and... Now you know one more. But they weren't you. Yeah. When I, did I, you find I, that I out? 1998. Oh, we probably I weren't talking. Lucky. I am crazy lucky and healthy. Wow. But inflammation's a thing for any person, but someone with an autoimmune disorder, inflammation's a thing. Right. And it can really make you not feel so great. And so being able to check, yes, I can, Wendy. I can totally do this long distance. Thank you for there asking. There you go. Yeah. Yes, I can. So um, so you can go to www.yourwildpantry.com. P.O. <laughs> P.O. And P.O. and I went to high school together as well. Shut oh my God, up. This is the ultimate in. Shut up. I didn't know that either. I mean, this is perfect for the ADHD brain that is over here. Like, I can't. Shiny object. Hey, look. P.O. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, I can do these things long distance. So um, you can book a consult with me on there um, or shoot me a note. I'm happy to answer questions. Um, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'll have Thanks, that. Wendy. I'll have that link in the show notes as well. But yourwildpantry.com. No, your wild pantry. That's what I said. Your wild pantry. Oh, I thought you said more wild pantry. Okay, more your wild pantry. Exactly. I said your, and uh, I'll have a link to your page on the Facebook too. Great, fabulous. The Facebook is it like the Twitter? Yes. It's like the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's right. And Po just mentioned. I forgot about this, Jenny. That she also has MS. How do I not? We connected on that a while back, didn't we? So there's another gal that from, so Jenny was a year ahead of me in high school. Okay. We both went to the same high school. And there's another gal from my class who also has MS. And I'm, we message periodically. So here's the thing. So I meet you at Junior Achievement mm-hmm. at the National Conference. I meet P.O. at the National Conference. I don't know that you two know each other. I visit you. I visit her when she was in Michigan area. Because you went to, Jen, Jenny, you went to college in Michigan, right? Yeah, she I had some, that. she had some huge scholarship thing with Chevrolet or something where they paid yeah, for her yeah, school. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was, um, oh, at the time it was called, the, 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 the college is called something different now, but it was okay. an engineering school. It was yeah. an engineering school. I have a cousin that went there too, but it was called something else. GMI? That Maybe? sounds, 
that's GMI or GMA, GMAC or something? GMI, I think it was GMI. Anyway, so Jenny, if you're still on, tell us if I'm correct or not. But so it's an engineering school. Yes, yeah, GMI. GMI, ah, okay. Bingo, right. I got it. So, so that yeah. is very odd. And now I found out you both have MS. I didn't know that. Well, people with MS, I mean, MS is a little more common in people in a certain climate. Kettering, there you go, she went to Kettering. There it is, see, GMI and Kettering. Um, and so people in a certain climates tend to have it diagnosed a little bit more. So it's just an interesting, weird genetic something or other. Don't know. I don't know. I, it was funny because the first person I found out that had a diagnosis with that was actually down here. And heat and humidity are not our friends. And yeah, heat and humidity sucks for people with MS. It was it was not. There were there were times where I would be with them, and the comfort level would just plummet. Yep. And so I I I know a little bit about MS, but I didn't realize how many people had it. So it's this not. is why we need to talk more things oh, like I know. this. Oh, I know. And all so these connections we have I known each other. You in quote paradise. You can. I, not in the warmer weather, I can't. Okay, well, you can come in like January or February. I could do that. Could do that. The humidity's down to 80%. And... <laughs> That's not okay, man. So, my, the... okay, my husband is from South Carolina. He's from Charleston. And mm -hmm. he's like, you wake up and you drink your first breath of fresh air. That's just wrong. That's just wrong, man. And I do. I remember being visiting you and you walk outside and you're just wet. Yeah, before you get to the car. But I remember, I remember visiting you guys up north, and too cold. I know. That's why there's some place for everyone. Too cold. Yeah, I would. I will take cold weather over hot weather any day of the week, and twice on Sunday. No, I take hot weather because it's easier to take things off than put things on. No, you can only take so much off. I can't take my damn skin off. It's more comfortable to take things off and to put things on. But then at that point, you're naked and I'm still hot. I don't want to look like you the boy from Christmas Story and... I can still put more clothes on. Oh, my God. Look at... Oh, Jenny just said that you guys were in the same same group. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. We were, we were pulling so, out pictures earlier, Jenny. Yeah, P.O., you missed that. Okay, so... We, if we were in the same group, weren't we co-faints too? I thought you guys were. I'm thinking in 93. Yeah, I thought you guys were co-faints. Or 92, we were faints together. So, wow, in the same group in 84. That's funny. Back when you were just children. Just yes. children. Oh, oh I have a picture of, I have a picture of. Hang on, the I got to maximize the screen. What is that? We're, this oh. is in your York, New York. That's uh yes. So End of the night. So I see, oh, Alan Slagle. The heart so the heart boys. Ellen, Who else? It's a girl named Courtney. I can't remember her last name. There's Marky. There's Daryl Hall. A girl named Courtney. I do. I remember her name was Courtney, but I don't remember. Oh yeah, and Bill. Bill ended up being my boss in Chicago. Get out. So, yeah. Mr. Bill. There he is. I don't even know who that is behind him. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> Stuff like that happened. Stuff like oh, that happened. There's, there's Tracy. All Tracy the time. and Gail. Hey, there they are. Tracy and Gail. Oh, and Orlando. Orlando's in that picture, too. Orlando Long. Oh, the people. Oh, I my see, goodness. I see him posted on the Facebook sometimes. I know. I know. 
Oh, and there, and there's Marky and Bill. Mm. Oh, and me, me and Eileen. Come on, Eileen. I know. Oh my goodness. Wow. Those were some fun times. Those were crazy times. I mean, I think we all looked forward to that week in the summer more than any other vacation. That was just, it was so much work and we were so exhausted. Yep. And none of us had voices by the end of the week, but it was worth it. It, is it so, was worth it. It is something for that. It for is, Blue Jack alone, it was worth right. it. Dealing with. It was something that was very hard to explain to people. First of all, explaining the national conference wasn't no, always easy because outside of being a delegate and that's a staff picture there. I know. Um, you know, talking about, yeah, going to the competitions and running for office and things like that. People get that going back as a pink fink or as a group counselor, mm-hmm. people could only understand that for the first couple of years. And it's okay. Why do you keep going back? It was because of the staff. Yeah. Those are the people and the relationships you would basically we would fight through the week oh, yeah. to get to Friday night. Oh yeah. And generally we weren't fighting each other. We were generally fighting the kids. Oh yes. Which then periodically we'd have to step back and go, yeah, but we were those kids. That's why we're here. Yeah. But that was the whole reason we could catch them doing stuff. All those exactly. idiots Push trying patrol. to sneak out and. Push patrol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hurting them down the street. Oh my God. Up on the sidewalk. And I admit it, I may have encouraged a couple of my groups to jump in the fountain. Yeah, I was smart enough not to let my kids do that. I think I only did it one year, and that was the year that I, we ended up, my group ended up winning best group. And I was like, you know, at this point, we got in the bag. I'm getting in the freaking fountain. Let's go. Yeah, that you can do. So that, that was a fun year. They were mm-hmm. all fun years, but. Certain and, and of course, you know, depending on who your co-fink was, and you didn't, you didn't really have any, any say in that. Um, sometimes it was a great match and other times you were happy to be done with the week because maybe your co-fink was not your favorite person. Yeah. It was just, you know. Yeah. So early on, so I believe my first two co-hosts, one didn't come back for a second year and two, I don't even remember their names. I can remember I had, I was a fink, I think, for three or four years before then I came back as, as different staff. I think I did one year as different, as higher staff, as like a, whatever that was. I can't remember well, whatever the next year was. Well, it depends because the one year, remember the year that, remember the year of the sniper? That was the year that Patty and I, they created that position in between group counselor and Alan Slagle. Yes. The supervisors. And we had to wear the things in our ears. Yeah. And Patty, Patty would <laughs> <laughs> all week long. That was her look. And I, I hated that position. And I'm like. It wasn't put- because you were, you weren't management, but you weren't work. Like you were kind of in that in between mm-hmm. middle management, but, yeah. but at some point it like it, there were pros and cons. There were. And again, it depended on the people. It did. It totally depended on the people. And for so. me, for me, going up was not something I really wanted to do. It was better for me to stay down with the kids. Yep. And I think, here's the thing. And this goes for whatever you do in life. When you find a group of people that you enjoy being around, 
and you all know your job and the job gets done and you can reward yourself at the end for those four or five years, that was us at NAJAC. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we, we all knew each other. We all got along with each other. And it was like you said, and like they say at the conference, this is going to be the best week of your life. Mm -hmm. And it, for us every year, it was. It was. It was. And it was, I mean, I have, I have such great, warm, fantastic memories. And to be able to still be connected to people like Uncle Marv and, and P.O. And, like, there's so many other, and, 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 I mean, Jenny, I can't remember the last time you and I talked, which is terrible. But, I mean, it's, but I still feel like there is still that connection we could pick up right, right where all of that left off. Because it was such a such an important part of what we did, what we stood for, what we what we really wanted to do for those kids, and what we knew had been done for us. Right. So that was a big deal. There was a connection and a camaraderie. And remember back then, there was no social media. Oh no. There were there was no free long distance. Mm -mm. I mean, it was expensive for us to try to do fun. things. I mean, primarily there weren't even cell phones, no, really. We kept in touch by, you know, few people were on the phone, but we kept in touch newsletters, Yep. which I got, <laughs> can't believe I put those newsletters out. Man, that's, that's now just a blog, right? It's a blog now, yeah. I mean, you know. Well, now it's well, a and, video podcast. Well, so the one gal who was, she was a pink for one or two years, and she was um, Griselle. From oh, Puerto Rico. My Puerto Rican daughter. I know. And she she came all the way from Puerto Rico for, for one of those Halloween parties. Yep. And she was, at the time, dating someone she had met at Najak. I can't remember his oh. name. Oh, was... Uh, do you remember who I'm talking about? I, yes, I do remember that. I can picture him perfectly. I can't remember his name. But yeah, so... And yep. she ended up marrying someone in the States and... And she came from the last year of Junior Achievement... I'm sorry, the last year of NAJAC, before it turned into the International Student Forum. She was a part of that group. And when you talk about not being able to pick, so I, that summer, I had all these plans with my co-counselor, and I showed up, and they like, um, we need to talk because, one, you're getting a new co-counselor. And two, you're getting a whole new group, and you can't participate in the regular, normal track of everybody else. Yeah, because it was the international group. It was the international group. And Griselle was in that group. Julio, Petey yep. was in that group. Will Shea was in that group. Um, there was a whole bunch of people in that group, and it was, I remember. Was, I think that was such a mistake. I mean, looking back, you know, you can look back and say, oh, these were a good choice or a bad choice. I mean, there was a, there was a language barrier that wasn't being addressed for a lot of those kids, but it was, I think that was a mistake keeping it that separate. It, it, here's the thing. I couldn't speak to half my group. Right. And I knew just enough Spanish to catch them when they said the bad words. <laughs> and so when they realized that I knew enough, they were like, okay, well let's, you know, but that turned out to be a great group. And I mean, but it was, but it was, if I had to knock, junior achievement for anything over the years. Well, let me rephrase that one. I think getting rid of the company program 
um, was a mistake. Oh, yeah. But I understand. I understand the logistics. I understand the monies, the metrics, all of that stuff. But that was the first thing. The second was changing the conference into the International Student Forum and then into the Company Masters Program. And what it just it just lost that whole momentum of yeah. the excitement of junior achievement. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And but, for those of us that came up through JA, through that original company program, well, like you said, while you understood, you understood on paper why certain decisions were made and why things changed, it was still so hard to let go of because we knew what benefit we derived from it and what skills we got from it and what relationships we built from it. And so, yeah, that was a tough one. Well, it's a, it's a funny thing. If you look at some of the most successful people, now you have to define success differently um, because there are people like, a Mark Cuban, who, multi-billionaire, but literally will still call himself a junior achievement nerd mm-hmm. because of going through the company program and doing that. Yep. And then you look at people like, you know, you and me who are able to, you know, run our own businesses mm-hmm. and understand, you know, economy and stuff like that. And how many people have come out of school that supposedly were smarter than us? Right. But you know, can't keep it together, you know, to, you know, run a business, let alone, you know, stay employed at a high level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that there, I think there are probably people who don't even look back and give JA that the credit that's due. And, you know, back, back in the day, you know, that's how I know I'm old back in my day. Um, during the company program in high school, I competed in the sales contests and all that. And my dad coached me because that's what he did. You know, he won the sales contest. And so I was trying to, but it was just, but those skills, it was funny because for years I worked in the nonprofit sector and it's like, you should be in sales. I'm like, I'm not going to be in sales. I'm going to save the world. And what do I do now? I'm in sales, mm-hmm. you know? And yes, dad, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But so it's, but those skill sets are still valid. Yeah. They were, they were truly life skills before that was really a phrase. Yes. Because they were applied to what to do with them rather than the larger economic bubble that you're taught in. Super valuable. Hmm. Learn communication and yep. all of that. I still remember there was a regional they used to have regional conferences too. And um, one of the regional conferences I went to, um, do you remember Shar? Yes, I do. She also went to GMI, I believe. My brain just jumped there. But anyway, um, I remember her doing a presentation, a breakout session, and it was on uh, communication. And it was a whole thing about, you know, you had everyone start the whole thing by everyone writing down on a note card. Um, how to make a peanut butter sandwich. Okay. How to make a peanut butter sandwich and passes the cards front. And then she's like, okay. And then she talks about communication and why you have to be clear and why you have to be concise and all these things. Just let's see how many of you actually knew how to do this. And she pulls out a bag and she had bread and peanut butter and all this. And she's following the instructions really literally, really to the point where she ends up with like peanut butter up her arms and all this stuff. And it was like making this great point. I used that 
two other times in my professional life. Really? As a, as a presentation and making that same point. And it was because of junior achievement. Mm. So, yes, Shargurky, there we go. Yep, you guys both went to GMI. Yep. Mm. I'm remembering all of this now. It's like a flood. Do you really? Yeah, you realize that's doing this. I totally have an Ajax dream tonight. You're going to go back and you're going to have, you know, you're going to be singing that song, I Touch Myself. Um, you're going <laughs> to be I hope not. having all sorts of dreams and memories and going down to P Lane. Um, you know, oh here's God. the thing. So I got to talk to uh, Tom and find out because they are going to be doing another reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not this year, maybe next year. And we have got to work on getting our crew there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that was something last year, going to see the campus and uh, doing some of the things we did, the dinner and going to the garden and mm-hmm. having memories in the auditorium. We even sang. Oh, my God. With Lou. Lou is on stage. Lou, Lou is on Lou. stage singing. Oh, my God. To the, I mean, to this day, I don't think any of us, if you ever, if you're ever anywhere and someone starts singing King of the Road, if that comes on a jukebox or something, well, I don't know why it would, but if it did, you just, if someone gets a certain look on their face, you just go, when were you in Ajax? Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a certain thing. And that, and it, it's, yeah. My brain just like fled with so, so many. So that one or <laughs> of course. Uh, oh, my God. oh yeah. We had that album when I was a kid. Did oh, it? Or an eight-track. Can't remember now. And you thought of Najak, didn't you? You totally did. You know you did. You had to. That's so funny. I yeah. mean, there's just, or New York, New York. New York, New York. Big songs. I mean, that means a lot to a lot of people, but for us, that's a very specific, that's the end of the night after Blowjack. Last thing. Yep. Gotta do it. Yep, yep. And you're lucky, and we were lucky if we were all still upright. I was always upright, by the way. You were, but the rest of us were all usually very lucky if we were upright. Yeah, that's why I have such (laughs) great pictures. That's why we have such great pictures. Yeah, I had one of them right here. You're somewhere. But, mm -hmm, yeah, it's a thing. It, It was, we were very fortunate. Very, very fortunate. All right. So, tell us now about the rest of your life. So, what you're doing now outside of the work? You're you're not tra- traveling anymore. He's so did he now. did he retire? Yeah, he retired from the military, but now just works for a contractor. That's kind of what they do. <laughs> and so, uh, we don't have kids. We have four-legged children. You saw one of them yes. that was snoring, and I picked her up. The other ones around here somewhere. Um. And my family is still back in Ohio. And my husband's family is in South Carolina and in Texas. And we like to travel. But like we said, that's not really happening this year. 
this was a big year for us. Uh, 2020 was supposed to be a big year of travel. We're both turning 50 this year. And it's our 20 year anniversary next month. And so um, we were planning big trips. But that's not happening. But, you know, that's a first world problem. And we're good. We've got a great house. We live uh, in Northern Virginia, just outside of DC. It's awesome. And because I was living here when I met my husband, every time we have gone away and come back, I've been able to just kind of dive right back in with my friend, my group of friends, right. my girlfriend. And um, that's that was huge. That's been huge. Um, but the military was its own experience. It's not for everybody. <laughs> well, it's it's tough as a kid because, you know, my dad was in the Air Force as well. Mm-hmm. And when you mentioned where you were stationed, Berlin, Germany for us, as well as Topeka, Kansas. And it's funny when you say those, like, I could tell you which assignment, like, likely what bases you are at. Now, mm-hmm. Topeka, that hasn't been that that hasn't been a base in, in a while. Yes. That but, was I was really little then. But it's interesting that when you're in the military, when you're attached to the military, whether you're Air Force or Army or whatever it is, if you say I was stationed in such and such a town, I can tell you, generally speaking, which installation you were attached to. Now, not everyone can do that. My brain, I don't know why my brain holds on to those things. I need my brain for other things. But um, but it becomes a camaraderie immediately, kind of like junior achievement. You have that shared experience. Um, And you can speak a different language. Literally a different language of we have we're having a PCS which is permanent change of station or we're getting like there's just all these little acronyms and verbiage and way of life that is very different and I didn't grow up military so my husband did I didn't so that was definitely an adjustment um, and there were assignments that were amazing Germany everything about that was great and there were ones that sucked. Kansas. <laughs> like, that was terrible. Um, now, one of my kids terrible. is from Kansas, so be careful. It's okay. It's, I mean, again, everyone's got to be from somewhere. And, and, everyone, and when I say kids, people, remember, I have no physical children of my own. My kids are junior achievement kids. Crystal mm-hmm. Garrett, Crystal Jansen Garrett oh, is, uh, oh my gosh. is from Kansas. So, but there are parts of Kansas that I'm sure are fine. It's just where I was, not so much. Not so yeah. much. Right. You know, and so, um, but those experiences were all amazing. And we're still, you know, we, we form relationships with and become friends with people quickly because you don't know how long everyone's going to be somewhere. Right. And they leave. And then you're like, well, see you next time because inevitably it's going to cross again. So we've got friends that are PCSing from a change of station. They're moving here in a couple of weeks that we were stationed with in Kansas. They were one of the only shining lights of being there. It was meeting them. And we've been friends. We've never been stationed together again. But we've always stayed in touch. We were at his promotion a couple of years ago. and we. But they're coming here, and we cannot wait to have them nearby. Because when we are together, it is like no time has passed. Right. So that whole military experience has been a really great one. But, um, but we were done. We were so done. <laughs> we were just both really done. For different reasons, but we were both really done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean... That's what's up. And we we're wine dorks. We love great food. Uh, so yeah, that's. So let me ask you this question. So 
do you have moments of flashback when you are either talking to somebody from Junior Achievement or going back then and the hubby is sitting there looking at you? Like I've lost my mind? With yes. glazed eyes and not yeah. understanding? Oh, are you kidding? I was going through a bunch of pictures this weekend and I'm pulling out pictures and I had I had one of you at a Halloween party and I can't find it. I was like, oh my God, blah, blah, you know. And he's just looking at me. You weren't there, man. It was a thing. But he does the same thing. Oh my. You know, he knows people and experiences and whatnot that I'm just like, okay, good for you. All right. So Pio, instead of staying and listening to the show, uh, decided that she would go find pictures. So I'm going to. Wow. Ah! Oh my God. Who are those young hens? <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. Jenny, that's awesome. Who is behind you guys? I, 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 I we should know both of them. I think the guy was only there one year, but the girl, I think she was there a couple of years with us. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my God. That's awesome. So <laughs> what else did she put in here? So, guess which one is me? Um, <laughs> oh, what else oh my wow. God. There we are, group 16. Wow. Oh, my God. That was, that. Oh, my God. Oh, it was suspenders, the black shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. That just screams what year that is. Oh, wow. My. And that was probably the night of the dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure what to say about that. What is that? I I don't think I really want to know. Oh my. I okay. Have, I have I no kidding. idea what I was doing there. <laughs> that's wow. That's not right. <laughs> but awesome. Mm. But awesome. All the same yeah. time. <laughs> Obviously. So either we were putting on a show for somebody or we got caught with our elbows on the table. Uh-huh. Delegate, delegate. Strong and, Strong able. and able. Get your elbows off the table. Walk. Walk, walk, walk. So here's Marvin. Okay, so Pia writes, bunny hop around the cafeteria. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, what are you trying wow, to show me? So let's see. Oh, and Melly's not on anymore, I don't think. But Melly, there you are. There's me and Melly. Hey. And I'm wearing an ISF shirt. Now showing in Sioux City. Dave does ISF. Yep. That's so funny. Back with I don't you. Know who Dave that was, was your but... big hair days, too. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. With the brooms. Yeah. You need to go to your left. Now go up. So is that, okay, Miss Patty? Patty's. Uh, who's on the end? So it's Patty, Marky, Stacia, me. I don't know who's next to Patty. And then the little gal, the little gal here on the end, I can't remember her name. I. It might be too boring. Oh, worried. she, okay, she was an officer one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. I don't remember her year, name either. She uh, was, man, she was smart, I'll too. Put them in the mop. The broom and the mop. Oh, my God. And here she is again. Hang on. I can't remember her name. So. Okay, where was that? That did, Was that at the conference? That was, that was clearly after Blowjack. I was going to say that. Was, 
Yeah, that was after Blowjack. Hmm. I don't. I think it was one of the one of the years that we actually went down to Indianapolis. Blowjack. Oh. <laughs> the, yeah, the, that may have been the year that some leave Bloomington to do it. That may have been the year that some people didn't make it back. Oh, that's entirely possible. That's entirely possible. Things happened. Things happened. Things happened. Things happened with cars rolling over, spinning what? out. Oh my God! Yes. <gasps> Oh, I forgot about that. Ooh, see, we'll have to, we're going to have to have a Zoom meeting with uh, a select few, and we can share those stories in full. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Just like the, uh, yeah. Super duper. Yay. Oh, Uncle Marv. Happy. Oh, Uncle Marv. Exactly. All right. Well, I think. For our first show, this is a good time to end, and we can uh, go back, so. go back, find some pictures, do some research, and uh, get in touch with all these people, all these names that have popped up, yeah. like Char. Oh God, there's so many. Stacia. Now, Stacia, I actually was communicating with her a few years ago, and I forgot we were supposed to do something, and I may have dropped the ball. But I'll blame her. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I won't tell. I won't tell. All right. So, okay. ladies and gentlemen, Dee Dee, happy Hensler Eberly. Eberly. Who now lives in the Northern Virginia area. Mm-hmm. Has her Outside own company. If anyone ever gets to travel again and gets to come to D.C., let you, me know. Now, you must not have been there when I was up there last, when I had my conference up there in, I think it was 17. No, it was before I was here. Okay. We didn't come back till 18. All right. Yeah, we came back in the spring of 18, so been here just over two years. Yeah. Next time. Next time. And you got a place to stay. Yeah. And uh, so Miss Wendy is going to reach out to you, I'm sure, and find Great. you over at yourwildpantry.com yep. and take advantage of your customized Nutrisystem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you have to stop saying that. <laughs> I am I am in no way affiliated with Nutrisystem. If you're on Nutrisystem that works for you, that is awesome. Good for you. It just sounded nice. That's what I do. Because I couldn't say like customized acne. Meal customized meal solutions. Customized meal solutions. It's customized meal solutions. There you go. Need to help you with your marketing. Customized meal yeah. solutions. Customized meal solutions. Okay. And now you're doing the virtual pantry organization? Uh, I do I do pantry management. And specifically, I call it Pantry Genie Services. Okay. So let the Pantry Genie in to solve your mealtime dilemmas, and uh, Your Wild Pantry helps you tame mealtime. There you go. All right. And she will definitely be back because we have stories. We have, more to discuss. We have stories to we're tell. Gonna, we're going to Tara on, too. Oh, yes. Yes, because I got to find out if she was in my group. <laughs> I know. She never responded, so I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, okay. should probably get the whole family on. Get your dad on. Have, have him tell us some old J.A. stories. I Oh, boy. He might could. We probably wouldn't shut him up, though. We probably, he, should no. be, he should be his own podcast. Uh, yes, he would. 
We've never uh, been allowed. Yeah. All right. So, folks, thank you for tuning in. And for those of you that, of you that were able to join us live, uh, P.O., Wendy, Hammer. Uh, Melly. Melly, thank you very much. And uh, we will obviously let you know the next time that Happy is on. And be sure to go over and It'll check out. It'll be Happy out. Hour. It'll be we'll happy, do a happy Hour. Happy Hour or somewhere. And uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Uncle Marv podcast. Thank you very much. And be sure to head over to the website at UncleMarv.com and see when the next time Happy is on and check out some of our other upcoming guests. And while you're there, click on the donate page and either use your PayPal or go to Amazon through the link that I provide there and make a purchase and give me 15 cents to uh, pay the bills and keep this show going. So that's going to do it. All right. Okay. Happy. Good to see you. And uh, we're out. So until next time, holla. Holla.